His name is Ben Riley. And finally, the storyline, this miserable, miserable storyline, is coming to an end. That's right, here it is. Cyber War, parts three and four. Whoa! I don't think I even want to hear your story. All of you must hear the Scarlet Spider story. My name is Ben Riley. I'm related to this reality's Peter Parker. How? I'm his clone. Or maybe he's my clone. We're not sure. I'm the real Spider-Man. I don't know what kind of mind game this is, but I'm the real Spider-Man. The real Peter Parker. You see? I thought I was that clone. I tried to stay out of Peter's life by taking on a new identity. I dyed my hair, changed my name to Ben Riley. When I became a costume hero of the Scarlet Spider, it really made him angry. The next big blow came from Dr. Kurt Connors. He discovered that, according to our genetic structures, it might be Peter who was the clone, not me. That news pushed Peter Parker over the edge. Now he hated me with a passion. This is starting to sound like a bad comic book plot. It gets worse. Why didn't you just tell me I was a clone? The cloning process has proven unstable. You're coming apart. Welcome back, clone heads, to the 36th episode of Clone Saga Chronicles, the podcast. I am your host, Zach Joyner, and I am joined by Mr. Joshua Lavin Bertoni. What? I am joined also by Donovan Morgan Grant. Yes? Okay, and Gerard Delatour II. Let's, let's just get this over. What, what, what the f***? With episode 35, we cut, you know, cut that in half, we did three issues, so we're here to wrap up Cyber War, and uh, those two issues are issues two of Adjectiveless Scarlet Spider and Spectacular Scarlet Spider. Now, before we get that out of the way, we're going to do some emails, because you guys responded to us. I have to give you a lot of credit. Now, the one thing you didn't do was send us voicemails. And those that voicemail line is 818-925-6631. That's 818-9-CLONE-1. So send us a voicemail. Now, on the emails, we had two of them. One from, one from Big Al and one from Nick. We appreciate you guys sending those emails. And first of those emails, we're going to start with Nick. He says, hey, Zach, I am a huge fan of yours, and also share a love for Ben Riley and Team America, World Police. <laughs> I love Team America. I, it, it's a stupid movie, It's it's, but it, to me, I find the humor in it uh, amazingly. It's also, I, 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 it's also historically <laughs> accurate. Right. <laughs> now that Kim Jong-il is dead, does that count as like a historical feature? I know, right? It's it's now a historical biopic, you know. Because now... Well, cause, isn't, uh, isn't that movie a documentary? Yeah, yeah, I know, right? It's it's a documentary. It's like, that's all documentary footage, you know. It's all I mean, Kim, Kim Jong-il didn't die. He just became a cockroach and went back to his planet. I mean, come on, guys. And he was lonely. <laughs> he was so away, oh, so away. Um... I've never practiced that before in my and life. Uh, and he feels that Alec, he feels that Alec Baldwin is worthless. You are worthless, Alec Baldwin. I love well, well, to be uh, fair, well, to be fair, Alec Baldwin is worthless. But 
you know, that was before it was cool to think that, though. Think about it. True. All right. And so, it just proved it's, it's refreshingly cool still. <laughs> never, mean, never use me as a barometer for what's cool, as, as Blade would tell you. <laughs> Viking Spider-Man does not make Knowing him. Gerard Delatour does not make him cool. <laughs> Alright, so he has two questions regarding the character. My first being, do you think we would could see a Ben Riley spinoff movie? I noticed towards the end of Amazing Spider-Man that Peter got shot in the leg and left blood around the city. Do you think that's a plot? That this is plausible? If so, how would you handle something like this? Uh, can, can I answer first? Sure. This, uh, th- that's actually remarkably similar to the adaptation of the Clone Saga in the '70s show, because I believe he was shot, and then that's, uh, then like not Miles Warren cloned him that way and made Evil Ben <laughs> Riley. So maybe they could like do a combination of the Clone Saga from the comics and from the Nick Hammond series, which is awesome. <laughs> didn't they? Right. Didn't they just announce today that they're going to do spin-off movies so that they can have a Spider-Man movie out every single year? Yeah. Well, Sony is so desperate to actually you know be making money. Financially, that uh, they're going to like their eggs. To be yeah. taking money financially. <laughs> well, Sony Pictures. I'm saying, I'm about Sony. <laughs> they need to retain the, the epic line from the Nick. They need to retain the line from the Nick Hammond show where it's yes, Peter, I'm you, you're me, and this is a gun. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite episode. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Gerard, do you have any thoughts on it? Uh, I mean, it fits right in line with all the other terrible ideas they seem to be throwing out there. So why not? Yeah, yeah. The uh, I, I will say this: the 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 Clone Saga would be fun, I think, on a, on a on a for a movie. But I, I just don't know. I don't I don't know how they're going to handle it. Will Will Garfield dye his hair blonde? Will he wear a wig? What will you know? Uh, who who knows? But but uh, it might be fun. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. The Clone Saga strikes me something so wild and crazy. They really should just be done in like animation rather than a live action movie. You know, if they do the Clone Saga in a movie, that's they've got the biggest wavos. I mean, that's 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 wow. They have a I mean, lot of eggs. Well, I mean, yeah. you know how they did the was it the Dark Knight Returns as two animated movies? Like they they could probably do something similar to that. That would be a better in idea. Two movies. You know who you know who could play uh, Kane in live action opposite Andrew Garfield? Who? Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Make it happen, damn it! <laughs> he, he, he has nothing better to do, so he's not going to say no. I think Helen Mirren will make a good Ben Riley. Yeah. What's the guy's name from Saved by the Bell? Slater. Not Slater. Um, oh, the actor's name. Zach, that played Zach on. Forty Spelling. <laughs> We're not casting a, a Ben Riley movie that would have happened twenty years ago. We're talking about. One I, I know, I know, but it, 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 that leads into what we're going to be recovering next month. So, it, 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 that's what I was covering saved by the bell. No. <laughs> next time we're recovering. Why not? That would be <laughs> How, the, how disappointing is that? <laughs> right. <laughs> Wait, so, what are you talking about? We still have two more, like, set, was it four more issues of <laughs> Scarlet No, we're not covering Nightmare on Scarlet. We're going into the Return of Spider-Man. <laughs> even he doesn't want to do it. <laughs> it's bad, but I don't even want to do Nightmare on Scarlet. I reread Nightmare on Scarlet today, and I'm like, oh my god, this is awful. 
Zach, <laughs> I've never read it. Zach, we're supposed to be doing a complete chronicle of the. We will book. do it eventually, but just not right now. I, I'm sick of doing in the look back series crappy, crappy. I, I, you chose the I, wrong the subject matter for your podcast. <laughs> and, all right, I'm tired of covering crap on a Clone Saga podcast. What? <laughs> Well, it's just been consecutive, man. It's just like... like... <laughs> Again, you should know this better than anybody. Of course, that's what you're getting yourself into. I know, into. I know, I know. If, I, if you made me suffer by being on the, 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 you know, Maximum Clonage episode, and then this episode, and the previous, like, come on. It's like, uh, <laughs> in Batman, he goes, like, like, Zach is like, it's times like this when I feel I've lost my way. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to get to some good stories. We'll get there, Zach. Don't worry. Okay. Then, let, right. then let's do Saved by the Bell next week. We can do the <laughs> Diet Pills. <laughs> well, that morning. <laughs> we'll oh, do the dude. Diet Pills episode. You know what, Josh? Do not do not turn this into the invasion. I'm so excited. Alright. Anyway, so, his second one, second question, is my next question, according from the email. Who's better, the scroll? Better Scarlet Spider, and do you think Ben can kick Kane's ass? No, no, it, it's who's the better Scarlet Spider. Which, oh, assuming he means Ben versus Kane, Ben or Kane. Okay. Wait, wait. So, so is Joe Wade not in the running here? Uh, Joe Wade, I don't think is in the running, or the well, uh, or because, the random, the random because, guy that got killed in the limited fourteen. Well, because he has unlimited webbing and everything. Yeah. I mean that's. Background is loud, Josh. <laughs> Holy, I'm sorry, but like, what just happened? Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. When was Joe Wade Scarlet Spider? Joe Wade was Scarlet Spider. Joe Wade was Scarlet. The story we're not reading. <laughs> the story no, that Zach Scar- doesn't want to read, but I want to force Zach to read just for the lulls. He's Scarlet Spider in the issues that we're covering today. Yeah, he's. A- have, have you like we're covering this stuff today, Don? Like yeah. the books that the books that you'll be giving grades to today. Of course we are. Like, <laughs> I knew that. As I looked looked, right. looked to the right. Like you're you're giving the grade to yeah, these this, books this is today. The I mean, yeah, it's is. one of the major plot points of this story. How did you miss that? Shut up! <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> Aurora Borealis. All right. So okay. Legit question: Who who can win, Ben or or Kane, Jared? <laughs> They're fictional characters. Look at stupidity is this? Depends yeah, on who's right. I mean, like you know, we're, we're, we're covering this silly podcast. I mean, like uh, <laughs> I, 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 Ben is Peter essentially, physically, right? And Kane is freakishly stronger than Peter. So I mean, eh, whatever you can contrive any scenario to have either one win. But we've seen we've seen Ben get the upper hand on Kane before. Through trickery and science. I don't know. I, I, I just have a knee-jerk negative reaction to, like, who can win Hulk versus Thing questions, because, I mean, come on. Well, I mean, like, okay. There are times where, like, it's silly, like, you know, I don't know, Batman versus Goku, but there are times like, where, like, you know, it's a legitimate, like, it just went down. It, it, it's a logical qua- uh, query to pose in certain situations. I think that in terms of the Clone Saga, Ben versus Kane is it's not the stupidest idea. No, and, and this and, and they have actually look, fought before in in the stories. Yeah, and but they've never fought in this with this scenario of Kane being Scarlet Spider. So I mean, it's it's a, it's a it's a different twist on something you've already seen. When the, when the Scarlet Spider volume uh, whatever series the, the Kane series ended, did he still have his cockamamie superpowers like the Stingers and stuff? 
Mm-hmm. Yes, he still has it in uh, New Warriors. Thank has God. that series has that series started yet? Yes, it has. <laughs> Shows that I didn't even know. So I, be, it, I, be, it I, be, I bet it's doing great sales numbers. Actually, it was just it, like, it was just canceled. <laughs> what? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, no, it it, uh, it came out last week. The, the, Actually, it wasn't a bad issue. The fight would go like this: like Kane would go to like punch Ben, and Ben would be like, "Go ahead and hit me. I'm not a real man. I deserve to be hit." And then Kane would be like, no, I'm less of a man than you are. I'm not a thing. Go ahead and hit me. I don't have a right to this life. Well, I have even less of a right to this life. And then they would end with both of them on the floor crying. While they're <laughs> playing in my skin. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that works. All right, here's, All right. Here, here's a real answer. If Chris Yost wrote it, Kane would win. If anyone else wrote it, then Kane would lose. If Zach Joyner wrote it, then Bane would win. Or B- Bane. 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 <laughs> Bane. <laughs> he break both of their backs at the same time. Like, like one, you would just fold them one on top of another. Like, yeah, it has He'll, he'll have to top what he did the last time, so... You think the is your ally? You were born in a chest tube. <laughs> <laughs> Oh and suddenly see where Trader comes up and it's like, gosh, it was me the entire time. <laughs> I'm having fun already. <laughs> Alright, so Nick, we appreciate your question. If my my answer is if um I, I think Ben can get the upper hand on well, Hold on, we didn't answer his first question though. Who's the better scrawled spider? Clearly Bane. Ooh. Who's the better scroll at Spider? That's the more interesting was... of the two questions to me. But is it is this a, a, an objective? Who who was better at, at in the costume, or who we like better? I, it's open ended. I think I think I think Ben is better in the costume. Honestly, I think, didn't ben, I think ben pulls out the costume better, especially the pants. I mean, you got to think. Kane was in a lot less ad- uh, adventures as Scarlet Spider. He also oh, got yeah. beat up and died a lot, right? No, like, like, That's true. He did. I mean, he yeah, he, he got eaten by wolves. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, he, okay, but he he gets eaten by wolves, but then he beats Wolverine. Yeah, but in fairness, like like has Spider Man beaten Wolverine before? Except in Spider Man vs Wolverine. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Let, let's talk about all the times that Spider Man's beat the X Men. Oh no, 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 no! I didn't mean no, that. No, no, <laughs> Forgive no, no. Me. <laughs> but I mean. I would call it a wash because I mean Wolverine's a pretty heavy hitter in the Marvel universe, and you have Venom, who's a pretty heavy hitter, in, who was a pretty heavy hitter in the uh, in the Spider Verse. So, uh, you know, you could call it a wash in that regard. Was Ben, was I, ben killed when he was the Scarlet the Spider? He was not. Was, he, uh, was Kane was Kane killed when he was the Scarlet Spider? He was. The, the question is over. <laughs> 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 property of the title indicates that Ben is a better Scarlet Spider by living in the costume. Yeah, but he died afterwards. But he wasn't Scarlet Spider when he died. He, yeah, but he was, still died, the, and he never came he, back. The bigger build Spider-Man. Back twice. <laughs> well, Theodore Roosevelt was a worse president than Obama, because Theodore here, Roosevelt eventually died. I mean, like, what the hell got answers there? Okay, Kane was, killed by wolves. Kane was killed by wolves, Ben was killed by the Green Goblin. Who cares? Which, 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 which is a bigger death there? Death? Zach, okay. Tell, okay, yeah. I like Don's argument. Say, Zach, you lose. Don, uh, uh, yeah. Don, I concede victory. You lose, so, American ass. <laughs> because I am Russian. Oh, they was those from Bloodsport. What are you talking about, Russians? Okay, so now we have Alex, Big Al, that sent us the email. He says, 
quote, Dear CSC gang, I really loved you guys, your guys' coverage of Scarlet Spider Unlimited number one, and I'm finally... And I'm glad that we finally got to hear Don's reaction after so much build-up. <laughs> I'm glad somebody enjoyed our coverage of that, because I sure didn't. <laughs> it was worth the wait. <laughs> your coverage of Kane's title is also great, although I'm happy and sad that with your coverage of the tw- 2013 issues. Sad because the title dips in quality. Happy because Gerard's lambasting lamb of them cracks me up. Hey, I didn't lambaste all of them. I mean, some of them were good. It's, just, it's not my fault. Most of them are bad. <clears throat> if it's okay, I've got a few questions to ask. That okay, is not okay. <laughs> not okay. <laughs> Denied. <laughs> okay, there's seven questions. Lucky seven. All right. Question one. With all the retconning and unretconning, Unretconning going on in regards to the Clone Saga, what exactly did happen to Anthony Serba? It's Serba. For God's sake, people get this right. It's S E R B A, Serba. <laughs> Anthony Serba. Sorry. He's dead. He was dead. He was, he was like, like the original Conway story. That's, that's the actual death of him, right? Yes. Yeah, because um, they later retcon, oh, never mind, he was Spider-Man, but then when they say that he wasn't Spider-Man, um, in Maximum Clonage, um, Miles Warren has one line where he talks about murdering Anthony Sebbs. Anthony, with the last Serba. name, <laughs> whatever his last name, whatever his last name is, he's dead. He was told to clone, like, frogs, and he's like, huh, that's funny. These frogs don't have um, scales, and they look like humans. Warren, hey, why are your hands on my neck? <laughs> Dinkelberg. <laughs> so, Anthony Serba is dead. He had it. Coming. Okay. Question two: How come Bertoni and Don haven't been on the episodes covering Kane's title? We were fired. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. We're drinking. <laughs> we were fired. We. <laughs> No, that's not the truth. For too much sexual content during the episode. Uh, (laughs) Couldn't keep our hands off. Well, (laughs) that includes Gerard and Zach. Don Don and Bertone just aren't feeling the current stuff, and so they prefer to cover the the old stuff. Well, that's not true. I I mean, like, uh, I I didn't hate the modern-day title, but, like, uh, I signed up. My contract stipulates I specifically only read the comics in the 90s, when I was a little, <laughs> so like it was, it was a breach of contract to like read anything past 1996. <laughs> <laughs> There's a good answer. I don't know. I, 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 I was working and I got like a te- and I like got all these notifications about the recording, like in emails, and then Zach's like, "Oh yeah, Josh, we're we're going ahead without you," and I was like, "Cool," and then we moved on. <laughs> And, and they're more than they're more than invited to be on those episodes. It's just usually those guys are these guys are busy, and I can you know I I get lucky to have these guys on once a month. So to have them on, try to have them on twice a month isn't always isn't always easy. And so it's it's a little bit easier to, to schedule with with Greg and Gerard, you know, separately, and it helps us you know produce more content that way. That way we're not you know having to always wait on me or whatever. So. It, that's 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 a simple answer. That's right. You are lucky. I know. I am <laughs> blessed to have two on my show. And remember, listeners, you can solve these problems by donating gigantic sums of money to us so that we can quit our day jobs and then do this for a living. I know, right? So, uh... Don't expect anything back. That, 
that, that, that goes into his third question. He says, I really like Greg's inclusion on the reviews of Kane's title. Will he be featuring regularly from now on, or will he ever appear covering the 90s Clone Saga stuff? Um, hasn't he already? He's pretty much a regular now. I don't know, hasn't he covered the old stuff? I, I, that's what I'm asking. Hasn't he been on like a B-Sizer once or something like that? I don't think he was on the B-Sides before. Oh. Huh. But, uh, no, he, he he's going to be a little busy here pretty soon, so I don't know if I, I don't know if, if I'm going to have time to, if he's going to be able to, you know, handle that much podcasting once we start doing that other project. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Yeah, he's, starting, he's starting a Greg XB podcast about himself. Yeah, about, about, well, yeah, exactly. So, uh... <laughs> Why did I say that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he's, starting, he's starting a podcast with another Greg. Oh. <laughs> a clone of himself. Yeah, a clone I of himself. That's all I'm going to say. Anyway, um, and and what's going to happen is, is when yeah. we finally you, make you guys can figure out what you know what Greg he's starting with. If you are a wise man, you can figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're a, a wise, wise man. man. Yeah. If I was a wise man, whoever it is, I'm sure he'll be spectacular. I know, right? Well, otherwise, your head will just be full of rocks, as if you were some sort of a gargoyle or something. <laughs> okay. All right, all right. Enough with the cryptic teases. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe, maybe they can't figure it out because they're too young, and then it'll be just us that know because they're young. Those improv classes really pay off years later, don't they? Why? You might even say that we ate Gooder and he's in our stomachs right now. <laughs> awesome. All right. So, uh, yeah. There's your, there's your tease from uh, some upcoming stuff. If you can figure it out, send us another email with your guess at clonesoccerchronicles at gmail.com. All right, so we still got some... Seriously, don't, don't send us emails with guesses. Send us emails with questions, though. Yeah, we'll we'll throw in your guesses and give us give us some questions. Hey, best of both worlds. No, Josh, do not play that sound clip. All right. Anyway, so he uh, will you be covering the Parker years on the final adventure at all? And if so, will it be in the regular run of episodes or in the wrap up episodes after Revelations? I don't know. Um. Yes, we're gonna cover we're gonna cover both of those together, and because they just they're just spiritual successors to one another. Ironic, it's not, and it's that's really not a coincidence considering who was the editor in charge of those particular two, uh, that issue, that one issue, that one shot in that uh, miniseries. So you didn't actually answer the question. Is it going to be somewhere in the we middle are, of the run or okay. afterwards? Uh, I think we're we're probably doing the regular run of episodes. We'll probably do it because eventually we're going to run out of uh, Scarlet Spider issues to talk about, and eventually probably New Warriors. So, oh yeah, um, New Warriors. <laughs> Which leads us to our question five. Will you guys be covering New Warriors since Kane will be appearing on the title? You answered your own question. Kane's appearing in the title. It's going to be covered on the show. Now never ask again, you filthy man. You have such a, such a uh, finger and nose answers like, yes, we will. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to come across that way. I don't want to Zach, be Zach, have you put together a panel for that Oh yeah, because because Gerard doesn't want to pick up new wires. Okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sure he can break a little with him. Yeah, 
we'll I mean, work Greg, something out. Greg is, after all, a very wise man. <laughs> right. Oh, I get it. Yeah. All right. So, are there any plans for guest stars on the show? <laughs> oh boy. Uh, <laughs> you, mentioned about, you mentioned once about Glenn Greenberg, and I was wondering if that was still a possibility. Yeah, yes, it's a possibility. Answer this diplomatically, Zach. Um, yes, it's a possibility. Um, we won't say that we that we know the name Stanley, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it is a possibility, and, and I have I've, I've been putting out my feelers to see if there's you know specific people I want to reach out to. Um, not going to go any farther into that because <laughs> uh, I really don't want to give it any. I really don't want to spoil anything yet until it's, until the timing's right. And uh, you know, if we get guest stars, then we'll we'll announce it on the show and we'll have them on the show, and and uh, we'll, I'll be jumping up and down with joy. But uh, I, I'm going to eventually, hopefully, maybe. That's that's on my list of people I want to get on the show. Glenn is and Andrew Cortez also, who co-wrote Life of Riley with him. So uh, I'd love to have those guys on the show. And eventually, I would love to have uh, Tom and uh, DeFalco and uh, Dimitrius and, and Dezago. But right now, those are <clears throat> those are no, nothing concrete with any of those either. So uh, I, I just don't want to give too much away. Do you have Tom Dezago uh, on Facebook? Because he's pretty. He's, I mean, he's still alive. We should, we yeah. should, uh, he, he should be easy to contact. <laughs> you say he's still alive, as if he could go at any second. <laughs> as if he's hooked up. Yeah, he's on his deathbed. Yeah, as as he as he as he has the Doctor Octopus life support that uses his mechanical. I, 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 just, I just say that to everybody. Like, like oh, oh hi, my first cousin. I'm not seeing you since our last family reunion. Yes, I'm still alive, as though we're 84 years old. Uh, all right, and this dog got fi- brain swapped with the Falco. <laughs> 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 and then who, who well the strings are being pulled by Demetrius and then Demaki felt bad because he didn't have the word D in his name <laughs> Demaki that's actually a direct that's actually a reference to uh, the uh, Revelations trade that's how he signed his name was Howard Demaki hmm. and they put parentheses because he didn't want to have he didn't want to be the only one that didn't have D.E. in his name <laughs> that was actually really mildly out. amusing so alright Question seven, and this is to Gerard because, well, <laughs> you guys mentioned doing a Spider Girl podcast once. How are things going with that? Yep, that's pretty. That's pretty much entirely uh, just the delay on my end while I take care of some other business. But yeah, it's happening. Don't worry, it'll be happening soon. The uh, the gears are in motion. I'll put it that way. Yeah, just I'm have a couple excited. of uh, logistical, a couple logistical issues to work out, and I'm trying to fill in the, the last few gaps in the collection before we start. Yeah, and once we get started, then we'll we'll just get a roll on that. Between that and the uh, other podcast, which we have a name, for other that. show, <laughs> that and other I'm gonna, show. I, I, I'm I, that's all for now. He says, "Keep up the good work," and I look forward to you guys getting to Ben as Spider-Man and Sensational Number Zero. Regards, Alex. Thank you, Alex. Yeah, that was a good email, man. Uh, we really appreciate you uh, sending the email. And to remind you what the email address is, it's clonesagachronicles at gmail.com. So there's no iTunes review, so you can leave us a review on iTunes. And that wraps up the uh, the get to contact us part of the show. So now, on to our reviews. So we're going to start with Mr. Gerard De La Tour. You have adjectiveless Scarlet Spider number two. Mm-hmm. Adjective of Scarlet Spider number two, which was, let me pull out my other sheet, written by Howard Mackey, penciled by 
the great John Romita Jr. Yay! Yes, Yay. John Romita Jr.'s first issue on his very long run on Spider-Man began with its called Spider number two. Well, yeah, his, which eventually became Peter Parker. Yeah, he stayed on this. Well, actually, technically, it was his third run, right? He did do well, that okay, okay. In the late. He goes on this, and then during the reboot, it's amazing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he flipped over to amazing during uh, during the Nike era. And yeah, somewhere around with, yeah, around issue twenty, I think he switched. He switched from Peter Parker to Amazing. Uh, yeah, I think he did switch because. Uh, and then he went from and started the, on uh, issue twenty. Then he mm-hmm. went from there to JMS until around two thousand and four. Yeah, so he had a mm-hmm. really, really, really long consecutive run on one of the Spider-Man titles from this point all the way till uh, two thousand five. Actually, now that I think about it, 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 now that I think about it, during this whole period he, that that we just described, he also did a fill-in on Spectacular. Yeah, he did cause during well, what was it, Spider Hunt? I think he did. I think he did a Spectacular issue in he there did, too. Well, it was an issue where like like Mary Jane smacks long-haired Ben Riley. That's like, oh, no, 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 yeah. Spider Hunt. This, this is long after. This is, I think it's the issue where t- Black Tarantula steals his mask. That was amazing. That wasn't. So, oh, Spider! Oh, okay. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, I was thinking of Trial Peter Parker. He's, yeah, Spider Hunter. Right, right, right. And he's You're right. 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 That was amazing. Though I was messed up. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, you know what the listeners are doing right now? They're, they're screaming to their iPods. Nerds. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> listeners, if you're listening to a uh, to a Clone Saga podcast, I would say that you guys shouldn't be throwing stones because <laughs> you're you nerds too. We, you're nerds too, and we love you for it. So, you're hypothetical critics. Anyway, All right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This issue was also inked by Al Williamson. Another yay! Because uh, <laughs> right. he would be with Jr. Junior on the book for a while, and then and then uh, he inked uh, he inked uh, Spider Girl for a long time too. Yeah, with and then the, of course. Yep. I think it probably continued from working on this book, I think, right? Yeah, he did. I can't, I can't remember how long he uh, inked J.R. Jr. on Addictiveless, but I think it was until at least through, I think I think to the end of Revelations, right? Uh, uh, I'd have to look up. It would have had, I think it would have had to be. Um, who inked who him during the uh, Mackie run? Uh, this is all the Mackie run. <laughs> you mean you mean after the Clone Saga? I think it was Scott Hanna. I mean, I mean, I mean like, during during the Good Era. <laughs> it was the, the, the Ray of Sunshine. That was, it was okay. It was Hanna, really. I think he inked him from Peter Parker seventy six all the way through to the end of when he was with JMS. I think. Huh. So, somebody's screaming right now, like it, driving their car, like veering off the road that I'm wrong with. A quick note here, because um, we didn't confirm when Al Williamson left. Al Williamson would stay on all the way till the end of the Clone Saga. He would uh, actually be on until uh, Peter Parker Spider Man 74. So, there's that. I think someone's screaming, get out with the f- issue! <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm just, with a issue. I'm just stalling because I really don't want to talk about these comics because they're just awful. Let's do it. Come on, we gotta we gotta suffer through it. All right, all right. And finally, uh, the colorist was uh, Kevin Tinsley. 
Not that you care, because the coloring of these books is just awful. Uh, oh, we'll begin with... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, and I really don't give a damn either. Uh, the, the, can I, let me get to the recap, please, before Zach shows me. We begin with <laughs> Joey trying to get some action with Dr. Lynette Martinez. One thing, what the hell? I can't even read my handwriting here. When they go into Doc Ock's lab, though, Joe's more interested in getting on with the internet. Doc Ock says <laughs> this, apparently, and it appears, out of, it appears out of nowhere to capture Joe. She starts stripping him. What? And then slaps him down into a big machine to experiment on him. Meanwhile, Scarlet Spider is heading to the lab on the bottom of the airplane. He's sticking on the bottom of the airplane, like, flying through the air, like, trying to get somewhere. Ooh, boy. He, uh, he dicko-shoots down to the roof of the lab, and then immediately gets a gun pointed at him by Special Agent Briggs of the FBI. Not, not, uh, Jackson Briggs, by the way. It's a, it's a woman. Back inside, Ock continues to, uh, cyber the hell out of Joe Wade, presumably under the order of the Master Programmer, who we get to see kind of, for the first time. Uh, to, to sort of quickly describe what he looks like, if you've seen the X-Men cartoon in the 90s and also I think it's like maybe the X Factor run in the comics when Cameron Hodge got taken over by the Phalanx he sort of looks like that (laughs) (laughs) yellow cybernetic we've seen him before yeah well this is the first time we've seen him not fixated right Uh, not what not fixated there was um, there was an issue where like um, he's cuddling with Carolyn Trainer and like Ben Riley's in cyberspace, like, whoa, I better give these two a moment. Well, that yeah, goes to how memorable that was, I didn't remember it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, somehow Seward is uh, cyber-spying on them as they infuse Joe with quote-unquote Scarlet Spider data. <sighs> the master programmer seemed to realize it, however. Back on the roof, explosions! Scarlet Spider saves Agent Briggs as a second Scarlet Spider escapes into the city. And they're, and they're dressed identically, by the way. I don't, I'm not exaggerating. Ben gives chase while the master programmer and Ock make lovey eyes at each other in cyberspace. Cyberspace must be a great place to go dating. Uh, ben somehow swings I- to the Verizon Narrows Bridge, which, which has been wrecked by the phony Scarlet Spider. Meanwhile, in the lab, Joe Wade has a conversation with an image projection of Stunner, who discusses her own experience with what's going on, happening to him. Basically, she sort of gives a vague kind of backstory. Like, she's hinting that uh, she was put through the same process he was. We see a large blonde woman hooked up to a similar machine next to him. Hmm, what's going on here? Ben is uh, fighting the uh, fake hologram Scarlet Spider by trying to shoot a bunch of webs everywhere. There's, like, building, you know, the fake ones, like, trying to pull down the Daily Bugle building. So Ben swings in, he punches him, you know, the fake one pulls out a machine gun and just starts shooting at him, and all sorts of craziness ensues, you know, web balls, blah, blah, blah. And he... And he ties him up in a web pouch and beats him. When he opens it up, there's nothing in there. <gasps> what was going yeah. on there? Was it, the, the, the issue does abruptly end with him tearing the thing open, finding out there's nobody in there and swinging away while the cops shoot at him. And J. Jonah Jameson tells Peter Parker, you know, um, that he has to crucify him. And Peter Parker's disguised as Ken Ellis. <laughs> yeah, does really, he, does look like, he has the same hairstyle that J.R. Judy really draws Peter with. <laughs> that's very true. All right, so uh, let's go around. But anyway, so that's the recap. We're going to go to to Josh first. Yeah, to Josh okay. first. Okay, well, first of all, that cover, um, it could have only been done in the 90s. Um, so, you know, that that's awesome. It, it, it's yeah. not as iconic as, you know, the cover of Web of uh, Scarlet Spider number one, but it's... Uh, 
It's indicative of that era. Okay, so look at Angela Brandtale. Describe, describe it for the readers. Okay, well, you know, everyone has big mullets, and there's dinosaurs and Power Rangers and um, um, pogs and beanie babies everywhere. It's so nice. <laughs> um, look, at An- look at Angela Brandtale um, while she's hooked up to the machine. Do you notice anything interesting about her? <laughs> Which, by the way, they don't reveal her name till next issue, but do you notice anything interesting about her clothing? She's wearing a, uh, a hospital gown of some sort. <laughs> okay, so, so, so she's wearing clothes? So why did they have to strip Joe Wade naked to hook him up to that same machine? So that way they would pass the comics code. <laughs> uh, so, uh, but yep. it's, maybe, it's, maybe Doc it's Ock like, is like you don't need sort to, of like sexual sadist. And I was getting that reference. Like, it's this Scully and Mulder like looking like, but why does Joe Wade need to be in his underwear? Oh, we thought he could use some lose some legs. Actually, I, I just like combined two different jokes from that same episode into one thing. I know that in Giant Size Spider-Man number five, I think it was, it was a Bronze Age issue during the Clone Saga, the first Clone Saga. Peter like hitches a ride home from Florida on an airplane. He's like with a web, like as a tail to the back, and that's to me that's just that's just ridiculous. So I know that there's a basis for it, but like. Wouldn't first of all, if your whipping melts in an hour, and, you know, which well, well that's the giant size Spider-Man issue. This time he's directly connected onto the airplane. Wouldn't it be the velocity be going too fast and all the wind and that's just weird. I don't know. Um, this is the, okay. Oh, go ahead. No, no, keep going. Sorry, uh, this is the first time we see Angela Brankale, which is Stunner's human form, although she's not named until next issue. Um, I thought it was ridiculous, Joe Wade attacking, like, the cops. Like, you get there, and, like, (laughs) everything's up in webs, like, within, like, minutes. And um, he pulls a gun out of thin air, He has um, which has real bullets. He has unlimited webs, um, which I thought was odd. And um, as I mentioned in Gerard's recap, uh, Peter Parker makes a cameo on the last uh, page with um, disguised as Ken Ellis, but he's not fooling me. But um, as my point about all that Joe Wade stuff was, I think that this virtual reality stuff has, like, there needs to be more limits to those powers. If you can pull a gun with unlimited bullets out of thin air, it's basically like Green Lantern's ring at that point. Well, it's like it's like uh, Schwarzenegger's dream to be able to pull a gun out with unlimited bullets. Nah, he like, I with my gun. And do, 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 Which he achieved in Commando. Right. Or nearly achieved. <laughs> you do the chopper. He, 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 he pulled it. He pulled a gun out randomly during his version of Hamlet. <laughs> Did he really? Uh, who says I'm going to take out the trash? By the way, just like the Scarlet Spider Unlimited issue, we don't have. Um, Ben Riley unmasked uh, this time, so we can make that same joke because they couldn't get the actor, so they had to get fake Jason from Power Rangers to do him this time. <laughs> oh no! Oh man! Oh, uh, three of us? Scarlet Spider is attacking the city. We need Scarlet Spider power. You go to Zordon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I don't have that much else to say about this uh, issue, so we'll on to the next person. All right, so we go uh, to to Donovan. What's your thoughts? All these combinations of names. 
Um, um, I don't have much to say about this issue. It's your typical Clone Saga issue, to be honest, like nonsense that doesn't need to be in there. I did think that John Romita's art was so much better than the story deserved. I really do. Yeah. That, uh, I'm yeah. not saying that because, like, you know, oh, it was Romita Jr. and he's automatically awesome, but, like, he really is. Like, I've seen this cover before on uh, SpiderFan.org, and I thought, like, oh, that is so stupid. This is this is so crass. This is so 90s. This is so commercial. Him with a gun. But, like, I'm, so I'm glad that, like, the story had a legitimate reason for it. Like, it was a, it was an evil hologram scar spider. So I was like, okay, that's, 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 good. that's good. And, like, again, like, the, I, like, I like the fight. I love the scene... I know Josh doesn't like it, but like uh, when he's falling from the airplane, just the, the pose look great, especially the one with him and the web, the webbed uh, uh, parachute. Like I like this version of the Scarlet Spider in that like his costume is a bit baggy, and that like the uh, the hoodie aspect is kind of torn because I know that like his hoodie was torn off fairly soon when he first became a Scarlet Spider. So I like the fact that it's, it's still yeah. kind of there to kind of be the, be the best of both worlds. And, like, when he's talking to Agent Briggs, like, there's some really nice shots. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of how, like, he's kind of rimlet to where he's kind of dark and red. I think the Scarlet Spider typically works, works, works best when he's just kind of red. But um, if nothing else, I thought there was some really – every time the Scarlet Spider was in the panel, I was paying attention. And, like, even though the coloring is bad, there's some, like um, – there's a lot of, like, like – uh, the field of depth in these in some of these panels works really well. Like when he first shows up on the battle scene, there's, there's these cars and people webbed everywhere. It feels uh, voluminous, if that's the right pronunciation. That word, where like you can kind of feel the the uh, the space there. Whereas a lot of last few issues, the coloring and inking and artwork were so bad, like it was just images everywhere. Here, it almost it almost feels kind of three dimensional, and you see like you know him running on the on the uh, bridge and battling the Scar Spider. I mean like. Ramita's artwork can surpass the crappiest coloring, which is pretty cool. I'm just like, I really, if nothing else, I really visually love this issue. The story was, you know, it was a story, I guess. But, um, you know, I, because of the art, literally, because of John Ramita Jr.'s artwork, I, I dug it. So it, it, was, it, was, it, was fun to, it was fun to look at more than anything. Josh, did you give this a grade? Um, I did not give it a grade, um, and I would probably give it a C. C? Okay. All right. Gerard, your grade and your thoughts. Uh, I'm more in line with what Don's been saying on this one. Um, Jared hey. Jr., yes. Is Jared Jr. inked by Al Williamson, hell yes. I mean, my God, my God, I love it. That was the, um, if I remember correctly, Al Williamson inked a lot of his Daredevil run, too, which which I really love. Like, very yeah, similar I think looking. he did. Yeah. Very similar looking. They, they make a really great team, so it's a, it's a pity you didn't see a whole lot more of them. Other than the artwork, it was a pretty bad story. I mean, like they used Scarlet Spider data to make Joe Wayne the Scarlet Spider. What? Yeah, that's some uh, yeah. that's some that's some pseudoscience even by the Clone Saga standards. So basically, they, what they're saying because they science. pumped his head full of yeah, they, like they pumped his head full of information and the, what the machine all written by Canales. <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah, pretty much because that's all the information they could get, right? Right. Do, do but, they, and like, what do they even need Joe Wade for, though? That's what I don't understand. He's just a, he's just a body. Yeah, but he's just a body. They don't, they're they're just, not using his body. It, it's not like Stunner, where like Angela Brankale's doing like controlling everything that Stunner does. Because like I'm sure that Joe Wade isn't in there saying, "Oh man, let me you know get out this infinite ammo machine gun." Like it looks like he's not even. I don't know. It, it's weird. It, they could have stuck anyone in there. Why Joe Wade? I have no idea. Because plot point. Exactly. It's 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 just it's a stupid because turn of events in the. And the sad thing is, Don? this is not the last we'll see of Joe Wade. 
Yeah. You were trying to say something just now? Because of reasons, that's why. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I thought the opening scene, as stupid as it was, was actually kind of chilling. When they're first putting him into the machine itself, that was kind of, I don't know, I don't want to say, like, horror movie-ish, but it kind of vaguely was. Just a enough bad, to keep... A bad what? A bad 90s techno horror movie. That's what this, that's what this yeah. entire arc is. I guess, yeah, that's a, that's one way to put it, but I don't know. I, I, I think I'm with Don, though. I think the, the visuals hooked me into the story more than I should have been, because the story is just awful. So, yeah. more more often than I think I would want to admit, I was actually interested in what was happening, but only because I wanted to see J.R. Jr. and draw it, rather than because I wanted to read a story that had those scenes in it. So, um, yeah, I mean... <sighs> I have, a, I have a hard time pinning a grade to this one. The story is just so bad that I think with any other, like, non-J.R. Jr. or Bagley artist, this would definitely be, like, an F-type story. But I think I'll bump it up to maybe, like, a D plus. I mean, it's still pretty terrible, but at least it's nice to look at. There you go. See, the thing about this story is that, like, this is, I mean, like, it's it's stupid, but because it is the 90s, and, like, and I'm not saying I'm giving a pass because I have a nostalgic sense for that era, but, like, the 90s was so indicative of these kinds of stories. I don't know, like, I can't get as, it's, this is not as, like, rage-inducing as, um, uh, that, that Miles Warren the recommended next issue, right? Or, like, it was just, <laughs> it, well, like, it, I don't know, like, like, I can't, besides the J.R.J.R. art, I can't, honestly, will myself to, to get that angry over it because it's it's, it's harmless nonsense. I mean, it doesn't really do anything for me, personally. Right. Well, I'm going to give this... Gerard, do you have any more thoughts? No, that's, that's pretty much it. I mean, I have, I have a hard time getting any thoughts on the story because the story itself is so confusing and nonsensical. Yeah, this was... Oh. Howard Mackey was pretty much told, hey, we're doing this arc called Cyber War, and we need you to write it out of a script like yesterday. Oh, okay. Oh, and John Romita Jr. is going to be your regular artist. So, congratulations. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And you want to talk about another 90s reference? Along came a virtual spider. Hmm? Huh? Huh? Uh, actually, didn't, that, actually, didn't that come out in 2000? So your reference fails. Oh, but the book came out in the 90s, didn't it? I, <laughs> I don't even know. That's based off of. All right. Um, All right. Oh, wait. It was. The novel was 93. The movie was 2001. Huh. Even more recent than ah, I thought. I, God, I thought it was like. I thought it was like 99, so I was completely wrong. But anyway, um, let's see. First appearance of Joe Wade. Like, full appearance. He has one more story left, and it's the story I, the story I don't even want to cover. So this is the genesis of a story that even I am not looking forward to. Now, granted, I wasn't looking forward to these issues anyway, but... So, Pro. Jazzy John Jr. on the title. Love it, love it, love it. Would have been better if he had uh, waited another month, because even with his visuals, this doesn't get above a D-. minus. Um, I mean, it's skirting the edge of F all day long. Just, I can't... The sad thing is, is all like all, all this virtual reality crap nonsense with Doctor Octopus is being used today. So I got to give Dan Slott some props for even taking a really uninteresting premise and uh, incorporating it. And I think that that's that's the thing. This isn't a story. This is a plot point that's been expanded into a story. 
Uh, does that make sense? Like, like it's something that could that we would be okay in the background, but with it being front and center, all this mumbo jumbo, like neo mystical reboot freakazoid crap. <laughs> it it just doesn't. Uh, no, it's, I, like, I, I, it, it, it's one of those things where it's like you know, do they really expect us to be enthralled by this? I got exactly. I, I got to disagree with you a little bit, Zach. I don't think this works as a background element either. We can disagree. I mean, it's not something that that I've. Um, I mean, I thought it was very clever, and obviously, George, you haven't read these superior issues, but I thought it was really clever how they how uh, Otto used this Avatar type as- aspect and in Superior Spider Man, and, and it's it got its genesis with this story. Obviously, we mentioned Angela, and she was in the uh, Superior Spider Man as well. So, for that story, honestly, Gerard, it actually works. I know it doesn't make sense, but it, it, it works when you read it. You know, if you but, keep mentioning Superior Spider-Man, I'm going to be really pissed with you later. Okay. But, <laughs> anyway, Duly noted. The, um, the issue gets a D from me, good artwork, or D- for me, good artwork, but not even the good artwork could save the book, so... Uh, and according to uh, SamRuby.com, this is the Master Programmer's first full appearance. That's, that's a lie. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was. I thought he was in the uh, previous previous arc. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of thought. I, I, I'm opening those books right now. <laughs> it immediately fails. Because yeah, because yeah, because it wasn't that. I'm I'm looking right now at issue number um, one of Scarlet Spider. And, uh, who, uh, yeah. who who said who said this now? Yeah, it was it was a spectacular. This is what Sam Ruby said that yeah, the issue was the first one. <laughs> but wasn't it spectacular, Scarlet Spider? That that uh, like the whole world's going to hell, and and like you have like this really '90s majestic, you know, half naked man walk out and was like, Yeah, I'm, hold on, I'm, look- I'm looking at uh, adjectiveless Scarlet Spider number one. He does appear like off in the distance when Carolyn Trainer is talking to him, and uh, and Seward Trainer is watching them from a distance. Yeah. <laughs> so, but again, it's more of a silhouette. You don't really see much of him. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's wishy washy. I think you could go either way. Oh wait, I was just thinking of spectacular. I don't know why I'm getting my my spectaculars and adjectiveless is confused. But anyway, so I'm reading my notes for the next issue, which is spectacular. And I'm, and I'm pretty Skull sure we've, we've seen him before that too. Yeah, I, I think that, that that's actually yeah. Sam Ruby, more like Sam Duty. <laughs> okay. I, actually, I, I really like that site, and it's one of the first sites I was ever staffed for. So, well, there you go. All right, so uh, Josh, you've got the recap of Spectacular Scarlet Spider number two. Sakula Blue. Apparently, I do, and it has another poor bad cover with dinosaurs, uh, goblin people, skeletons from Jason and the Argonauts. Because this is when worlds collide, as Scarlet Spider jumps through three horrible covers at once. So. Um, we open up this book with Scarlet Spider reminding us that it's the 90s by reciting the first line and a half of the Friends theme song. Uh, I'm not joking, he does that. And then once again tells the reader how ironic it is that he's Jason So's bodyguard, even though he's a criminal that Scarlet Spider hates. He then grabs the reader and shakes them until they realize the irony. <laughs> <laughs> 
In the background, we see the aftermath of I, Scarlet's attack, which is massive. A building is barely standing, and its wreckage is smoking. Like, what the heck? Did I, Scarlet, blow up a building? Like, why is this building smoking if he's just shooting lead? Because Sabusima. He runs away from an angry mob, which is firing bullets for some reason, and realizes that not only is he public enemy number one, but he's also late for work. And that's not a Bretonianism. That's how his inner dialogue is. <laughs> so, and his shifty henchman and Smythe are twisting their mustaches as so realize fires Riley via voicemail to make sure that this plotline is wrapped up in time Return of Scarlet Spider Month. <laughs> Return of Scarlet Spider? Return of, Return of Spider-Man. Wow. Smythe is also overjoyed that he can now control multiple Slayers at once. Because this is the phone saga, they're also being watched in the shadows by the illegitimate son of Walter White, Walter White and Fu Manchu. Um, who's, who's, what's his name again, that guy? Orlando. Okay. Meanwhile, Lady Off, the master programmer, and the master programmer recap the last few issues and reiterate their goals to get the MacGuffin chips. Seward Trainer is watching them, and he isn't even in the shadows. I wouldn't even say he's hiding in plain sight, because that implies that he's hidden. He's just there on a computer screen in awe, and Master Planner's line of vision, and they don't even bother Master Planner, Master Programmer, and Master Programmer's line of vision, but they don't even bother to notice him. Meanwhile, Angela Brank, you know, who gets a name for the first time, aka Stunner, tells Joe Wade to give in to the dark side to give in to the virtual reality. Ben's place has been messed up, and his love interest, a.k.a. neighbor, for this month, with a new hair color, tells him that the bugle is there and wants to interview him. So he bolts again, because he can't be seen. Because then, you know, um, if Ken Ellis sees him, they'll realize that they look the same. This is a problem that really needs to be addressed. Seaward Trainer appears on Ben's answering machine, and I mean literally appears on the answering machine screen to warn Ben about um, Scarlet's, uh, to warn Ben about Ock's plan to merge cyberspace with reality. Bad words! If infiltrating Carolyn's computer system, I've discovered her ultimate plan. She's about to activate a device that will allow reality and cyberspace to merge. I don't have to tell you, Ben. The implications are enormous. The resultant reality storms and ships will be devastating. Carolyn would get what she wants, and the reality as we know it would be torn apart. Which is a bad thing, so Scarlet Spider like swings away. The big gang war between Zoe and Octopus is starting, and everyone betrays everyone. So betrays Smythe, Walter White shoots So Carolyn gets the visor from Smythe, and it causes her to be able to merge the internet with real life. Uh, yeah. The reality storm is starting. Where is that? Oh yeah, I must be The reality <laughs> The reality storm is starting. Uh, so yeah, that's that, that's some that's some line of dialogue in the Spider-Man comic. Carolyn Trainer is embraced by Mark Raxton, the master programmer. <laughs> uh, it's not it's not actually Mark Raxton, but it looks like him. Um, I know. So, so, so internet and real life are like merging everywhere. Uh, Scarlet saves the kid and lament the fact that he's, you know, pretty much up creek. When Seward conveniently shows up with a magic chip that is the solution to this undoable problem. So during the battle, he throws the magic chip and uh, 
she uses it to, you know, put the internet back, and, you know, Carolyn Trainer's mad that her master programmer, you know, Mark Raxton, buddy, who, by the way, is, is, is cheating on Angela Brankill. Is it cheating if it's your virtual reality self? Whatever. The crowd chases the Scarlet Spider again, and so he goes to see where Trainer's physical form, which is in a coma, and says that he's not going to be the Scarlet Spider anymore because the Scarlet Spider is branded as a menace. So he's going to be someone who's never been branded as a menace. Spied on the end. All right. Um, so that wraps up Cyber War. Oh. Uh, Josh, give us your thoughts right quick. Okay, well, there throughout the recap, um, this internet real life stuff is kind of crazy. No, knowing who the master programmer is, there are some kind of you know adultery implications, you know. But whatever, Oxavillain, you know he'll he'll mess around if he wants. Um, it's been brought up in Life of Riley and elsewhere, but like, well, you know, I can't clear my name as the Scarlet Spider, so I might as well be Spider-Man, somebody who's never been framed for anything in his life. Uh, so, you know, that logic is kind of weird. Yeah, I, mean, I am going to read the Life of Riley bit in just a second, but continue. Um, this is the last that we see of Ben's, you know, neighbor love interest. I'm sure going to miss that classic character, whose name I didn't even put in the recap. Carrie Bradley. Um, yeah, Carrie Bradley. She'll be missed as we make a way for inferior love interest like, you know, Jessica Carradine and Desiree Winthrop. Win- Winnie the Pooh, yeah. whatever her name is. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a weird book. Um, there's lots of gang wars going on, people betraying each other, and uh, there's a MacGuffin. There's a magic chip that solves everything that appears out of nowhere. So, yeah. you know, what, what the heck? I, I really don't have that much to say about it. it, it it's, it's a D. A D? A D? Alright, so uh, Donovan, give us your thoughts and opine about what you're thinking on this issue. Um, <laughs> really? Uh, this is just... Uh, God. You know what? It's like... Sabu Simba is a great artist, you know, and I think that he kind of comes through in the end more so than Sinkiewicz's inks have been kind of dampening him for a while now. But, but like, unlike, unlike John Mayer Jr., he, he cannot say this issue. This is... This is this is terrible. There are just way too many plots, and like the pl- the plots in and of themselves are bad. But like you just you just you are restricted from caring because they're they're, they're <laughs> so clumped in there. Yeah. Like this whole like 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 romance between Carolyn Trainer and like you know Golden Love God, and like. <laughs> The master programmer, my ass. Yeah. Like I can't. I, we get we, we get dialogue like uh, uh oh my touch. intoxicated with the glory of his physicalness. Not a word. To, to touch her and to hold her and to feel her, to share her the consummation of all their work. My dear, I can't tell you what this moment means to me. You made all my dreams come true. Like God. Like this is just. Uh, it's just so bad. I mean, like we, we can't. We're not made. Didn't care about anything. Like, like, why are you writing emotions and dialogue? I, 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 I don't want to say it's rage. I mean, like, I'm not, I'm not that weak-willed that like uh, this makes me upset. This is just like it's just it is it is annoying though to like just be put this crap in in there. And I, I remember this when I was a kid. I remember thinking like you know this is this is 
this is such boring crap. Like, I'm sure I'll enjoy this when I'm older and, and appreciate its sophistication. Well, there's no sophistication to be had 20 years later. Like, like, mm, let me back up. You know, Mr. Stowe's dead. No one cares. The whole thing with Ben Riley being his bodyguard, was that ever, like, used besides me, like, the first time? It's like, Riley, you're fired from this job when you were helping a criminal. Like, is that supposed to be a bad thing? Uh, uh. No, it's not. Yes, it's just, because now just, he can't grab the reader and shake them and then say, isn't this ironic? Isn't it? Isn't it? Do you understand the irony yet? And this, this, this happens in, 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 in Spider-Man to this day. I do not like it when like the, when the people of New York just mindlessly turn into like, like, like ravaging savages. Like, like let's kill them! Let, don't pay for this! Like, that, that, that speaks horribly. But I, I know this is like, you know, New York in the 90s where, like, you know, everybody died. But, like, I, I, don't, I don't like the idea that, like, people are so minus and stupid that they'll just re- retaliate single-mindedly against one thing based off of very little evidence. Because did, did that see him fight his, his AI version in the last issue, at least for a little bit? Uh, God. And then it's like, uh, Ben's hair is way too long. I know I don't know about this the entire podcast. Like, like I've, I've been with this for years, but like Ben's hair is just way too long. I don't think Peter Parker's a character that can pull off this like you know, like 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 Thor s Lorenzo Lamas like like Goldilocks look. I just I don't think it looks good. I really don't. Um, and they put him in the, in the stereotypical Peter Parker clothes. He wears this in the in Marvel vs. Capcom, but like like with a brown brown jacket and jeans. But like it just. It, was, it makes it look more more generic, and like I don't get the sense that like the day was saved because it's just like confusing, and boring, and convoluted. And, and Seward Trainer and like you know Seward Trainer and his like you know um, Amazo outfit like like, like with, the, with the red eyes and everything, but he still has his beard because that's important. And he and he's ripped. <laughs> I also like really. Ripped. I know he's he's cut like a golden god of butter. It's... Uh, this gets an F for f- me because I was cursed when I read this. Clearly, Gerard, bring it home. Yeah, yeah. F- f- this comic. Um, <laughs> this is getting an F for me too. This is one of the worst things I've ever read. I'm going. I'm not even going to review this comic. I'm simply going to read a, a short passage and describe what's happening. Okay. Uh, Doc Ock is, like, is beating the hell out of Smythe, which, by the way, has a sound effect of CLUD, C-L-U-D-D, which I don't think I've ever seen in a comic. And it says, and here's the narration, and with that, her tentacles come alive, as relays and adapters extend from her mechanical limbs, tapping into Smythe's master visor. What? Accessing the inductor chips, linking it to the receiver she wears on her hip, activating the VR wave generator back in her lab. She smiles as the air begins to shimmer around her, as she becomes the conduit between two realms, the living nexus for the incredible convergence as reality and cyberspace merge, and reality and unreality become one. And what's happening is a bunch of skeletons from Golden Axe are running into the lower left hand side. <laughs> <laughs> Nice, nice, nice callback. <laughs> There's a couple of obese dinosaurs running in from the upper left. You have a couple of jetpack alien ninja turtles coming in from the upper right-hand side. And then the entire Universal Monsters pantheon, but with the serial number scraped off, are coming in on the lower right-hand side. <laughs> she waits for the energies to build, for the time to be right. What? What is this? So, can someone explain to me what just happened? I... 
hates. And this, this, this is nothing but the Clone Saga. This is, this is why the Clone Saga sucks. Not because Ben Reilly was tired as a real Spider-Man. You know, not because Peter backhanded Mary Jane when she was pregnant. Oh, that's the contender. You know, this is why the Clone Saga sucks. The storytelling is so lazy. Like, she did this, and then she did that, and she, she felt things she never felt before. And, like, sensations no one ever dreamed of. The pain, it's enormous. They've never screamed so loud in their lives. We don't see it because we're telling you this right now. Like, this, this, is, this is textbook 101 telling you not showing. And there is no better way to murder your story than to do that. This is supposed to be like 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 a comic book married with like art like artwork and 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 words like like I, I'm serious like Stan Lee at his absolute laziest writes better than this for 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 a, a allegedly visual medium. There's very little visual storytelling happening in this. It's it's all it's all dialogue, narration, storytelling, and terrible. The effect. artist is a letter. But I also love. I also love that in this uh, sequence, she starts hugging herself with her tentacles for some reason. And she's like, ooh, my love is coming. And then, like, you know, he steps out of, like, Jesus coming down from the clouds with, like, a big golden light behind him as he's, like, opening up his... <sighs> Who got some... Tw- Who spilled Twilight in my clone saga? I don't oh, know. This, this, no. this book is just... <laughs> this book is just terrible in... <sighs> You know how Mary Poppins once described something as Stephanie absolutely perfect in like every way? Writer's block. <laughs> you, you know how Mary Poppins like, said that, you know, that, like... Oh, go ahead. You know how Mary Poppins was like... I can't remember what she was describing. She said that it was absolutely perfect in every way. That's the opposite of this. This is absolutely garbage in every way. F. I don't want, I want to forget that I ever read this, Zach. And I will hold you responsible till the day that you die for forcing me to do so. Well, you know what? Uh, if if you're going to try to make me re- go, go over Nightmare on Scarlet before I do the the Return of Spider-Man month, this is this is your penance. Anything I can do to inflict pain and suffering on you for the rest of your days <laughs> for making me read all this crap on a, oh, on a monthly basis, you just. You know when you, yeah. you know when you signed me up for this podcast, you're like, oh come on, it'll be fun. We'll talk about you know the club. I'm like, uh, clone talk is kind of lousy, but you're like, oh don't worry, we'll make it fun. To hell with you, you liar. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this, is, this is misery. <laughs> this is misery. <laughs> what, what, is, what is happening to my life? Uh, I'm having a mental breakdown on the air. Please, please, please continue so I don't have to think about yeah, this but, anymore. Okay, so uh, I'm, I'm going to give my thoughts. First things first, um, I, I want to say this is probably some of the better Salvi Sima artwork that we've seen in a long time. The bad news is, is it's really, really not that good um, in terms of storytelling. I I just, oh, this story, this story is so bad. Okay, first of all, why do we have, as as, as Josh put it, why is Mark Raxton the master programmer? I just, it's like Mark Raxton and Jesus walking down from the from the clouds just to combine the t- the two statements. It's just, it just sucks. I blame Todd DeFalco on this, but you can clearly see that when you read the when you read these two, especially back to back, there's just, you know, Donovan kept, kept brought it up brought up the point about the lazy storytelling and the turmoil behind the scenes. Just comes is bled through on the page, and, and when you're as you're reading this, you're like, man, this these guys aren't usually this bad. But uh, you know what? You know what, Zach? 
I got I got to argue with you here, okay? okay? If you're a professional writer and you're getting paid and you're going to attach your name to something, you don't as bad as it gets, you don't get to use that as an excuse. I'm yeah, sorry. But okay, okay. Counterpoint. You get told, "Hey, you have one we got one month to scroll out spider." Go. Okay. You got one month to scroll out spider. Then, you know, at the 11th hour, you're, you know, beginning to work on your, you know, get, get prepping for your next month, and you get told, oh, by the way, you got another month to write. Now, I get you're a professional storyteller, but if you have deadlines that are horrendous, and you have, and you barely get the book out on time because of the, because of those deadlines, and you have to come up with a story at, at again, at the 11th hour, it wouldn't be your best work, would it? Particularly when you're in the groove no, of, of being. But these guys, these guys continue to accept these assignments, and they seem to be okay with the paychecks that we're cashing. So what? Uh, yes and no. There's I, no excuse for that I, little I, amount. Of, uh, how much? All I'm saying is, how hard is it to write a story that's at the very baseline coherent? It doesn't even have to be good. It just has to be coherent. So that people can under you don't want skeletons, dinosaurs, ray pack, ray, you know, jetpack wearing aliens, and, a, and a, the universal monsters to just come running in on one panel just because you needed something there. No amount uh, of alcohol no, or I mean, hardcore drugs I mean, or anything can make it. Just, come on. I think I think that the Falcon and the other been more than willing to come up and. Um, I think I think they've all come up been more than willing to come up and throw their hands in the, in the air and say we admit this is this is terrible storytelling. So it's, it's not like nobody's ever like you know uh, taking the blame for this. I mean I, I can't get that mad at him, them because no one's pretending that this isn't that this isn't good, that this is good. No one's it's not like one more day where they're ignoring the elephant in the room. No one's saying that this isn't horrible. So I can't pretend that like you know why did they do this? I mean I, I'm sure I'm sure they had they had they could have done a better job, but like at least they admit that like after the fact it was bad. Yeah, once or twice, but how many? How consistent is this at this point? How many? How many months have we had of this terrible garbage at this point? It's once or twice. It's 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 months of this. But this, but this is uh, this is I mean, the this is the apex of, of the mediocrity. Mediocrity is that what we're calling it now? Fantastically generous. Yeah, I'm being very generous right now, but I mean, but you, you uh, know what? You know what I'm meaning by that. I feel like at times more than half of the Clone Saga is this crap, and that that level of terribleness is just unacceptable. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> we're about okay. We're about to get to that point, guys. I, I know I keep hammering this point home, but this is this is the you know for all intents and purposes official. The uh, I, I mean I, I count Nightmare on Scarlet because it does wrap up that Joe Wade story that just is awful, but. For the most part, ninety-five percent of of the Scarlet Spider books are done. You got those two months that are, you know, for some reason were being published coinciding with these other months. So I I, I just I, I have I have to say that the, the darkness uh, to quote Batman or to quote the Dark Knight that the the night is darkest just before the dawn, and we're we're I'm tired of waiting. Which is, a non- which is a nonsensical, phony baloney statement, but let's not go there. I, 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 Ugh, I hate when people use that quote. I'm sorry. Well, my bad for doing the nails on the chalkboard. But I, I just... Well, <laughs> I and the guy who said it, um, got his face scarred and his girlfriend blown up and then fell off the building, so... 
<laughs> yeah. So I, I mean, we're done. So here's the good news: we're done with with cyber war. It's over. Saninte. What's the bad news? Bad news is <laughs> is that you got to wait a month to get to the return of Scar- the return of Spider Man. I almost did it. What Josh did earlier. What? Think about Sensational Zero. Just saying. So I'm gonna. Give I don't even snap. think Sensational Zero is that good. So I don't know. We'll what? get there. Okay. We'll get yeah. there. I, I, I don't. I, do, I will say this. I don't. I don't remember reading any um like like, like stories like, like I've not read them in a long time, but like I don't remember reading any stories where Ben and Spider Man that weren't entertaining to some degree. So I'm, I'm not expecting I'm not expecting a little bar for the future stories because like I mean I, I I've not read them since I was a child but like every time I read Finn and Spider Man they were fun like they they weren't like, confusing and boring and stupid. Yeah, the soul crushing. They weren't. Right a, they weren't. A, you're saying they weren't a slap together clap trap of nonsense and half effort like these comics are. Yes. Okay. We'll we'll see. All right. Gerard, ever the pessimist. So, uh... <laughs> Sorry for being more dark and simple than usual, but... Well, that's all right. All right, uh, final thoughts around the, around the horn. Uh, Josh, we'll start with you. Um, well, if this has taught me anything, it's that the Internet is a dangerous place, and that if the Internet led into our real lives, it will result in golden naked men wandering the streets with dinosaurs and, got, and like, doppelgangers of myself pulling guns out of thin air. Yeah, the internet is a dangerous place. Donovan? Final thoughts? Uh, I know this is an audio podcast, but, like, is there any way that we can use, like, you know, new Google technology or something like that to show, my, just to show like, up close and personal the fingerprints from my, my middle finger <laughs> to get to this comic? <laughs> 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 well played, <coughs> as I call. I'm, I hope you, I hope you can see this because I'm doing it as hard as I can. <laughs> your apathy is coming through the through 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 the internet airwaves. All right, Gerard, your final thoughts. I would have felt less offended and ripped off by this story if they had just had 22 blank pages and charged the same amount of money for it. <laughs> wow. You would have drawn your own story that was significantly better than this. Just saying. <laughs> Even when I was however many years old I was when these comics came out. Right. Sure, why not? All right. My final thoughts is, thank God this is over. Um, <laughs> so we appreciate the emails from earlier, and uh, we hope to have some voicemails and some iTunes reviews. So uh, there's a lot of different ways you can reach us. we got clonesagachronicles at gmail.com. We've got 818 818- Nine two five six six three one. We've that's the voicemail line for you. We've got iTunes reviews, so go to iTunes and uh, leave us a review, and we'll read it on the show. You can interact with us on Facebook on the Facebook page, Spidey-Dude.com, and the Clone Saga Chronicles podcast. You can also uh, follow us on Twitter at clone at clone saga crony c h r o n i. And you can also uh, go on the Spider-Man Crawlspace message board. There's a section devoted to Spidey-Dude.com. You can interact with us on there as well. Okay, we're going to wrap this show up right about there. You know, we uh, every once in a while, 
we have a episode where we have a bit of an issue recording it. So uh, with, with that, it always makes for good bloopers. So here's an extra long, four minute long blooper reel. Welcome back to the 46th. Damn it, I did that again. I had to everybody. <laughs> okay. Three. Even, you know, for somebody who's been doing this for a while, you sure suck at it. I know, right? Every episode. All right, episode 36. All right, coming down in three, two, one. Hold on a second, my ceiling just started leaking just randomly. What in the uh, hell? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here at the computer and like my hand just got splashed by a bunch of fucking water coming from the- Oh, what is this? Hold on a second. <laughs> that water's blowing. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not as epic as I'm bleeding, but it's pretty close. That, that's pretty awesome, I have to say. My ceiling is leaking. My My apartment? Okay, I just <laughs> I just lifted up one of the other ceiling tiles here to take a peek. There's a fucking puddle in like in the middle of my roof. So like one of the ceiling tiles is dripping like fucking shit water all over the place. Like I hate this. I, got, I gotta clean this stuff up. So just keep going in for a second, and then like I'll just come jump back. I'll stay in it. Right? All right. Yeah, we'll, we'll make that the. Yeah, that that'll survive. Anyway, so uh, as the issue ends. Okay. Well, uh, Josh, Wait, start with hold you. Hold on a second, what am I saying? That's not where the issue is. I was about to say, like, dude, that's like, that's like five, there's like five more pages. What are you talking about? I'm looking at my notes right here. <laughs> to make a reference to what we're talking you, you, about. You, you really don't want to, like, you really don't want to cover it. You're like, you're like, that's like when, that's like when I'm reading bedtime stories to the kids, and I like purposely like skip like six pages. My note says we see a large blonde woman hooked up to a similar machine next to him, and then the M just sort of trails off Bill style. I thought that would have been the end of the issue, that's just where I, that was just where I just gave up writing the recap, okay. Then is, I'm just gonna flip through the comic in a wink there. Sorry, that was a crappy recap. I apologize, readers. Well, I'm usually it's gonna be edited. Hey, no, no, it's gonna that be edited was, That was together. glorious. You, you referenced Millpool and everything. Yeah. <laughs> Did you that's our shipper name. Are you wait, wait? Are you confusing the cover for spectacular and because the cover for adjective was is. is the pro. He's like pointing a gun <laughs> oh, this joke, this, Oh, this joke went right over Zach's head. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Why do we even bother? That's not the. That, that's not the pro. That's um. That's Joe Wade. The um, pro. Okay, yeah. It's in the background. What do you mean the pro? That I'm seeing Scarlet Spider, Joe Wade, like swinging with a gun, shooting, and it says. From web swinger to gun swinger. Actually, it, it doesn't, you know, have that inflection. It's just an exclamation point. Yeah. But where, 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 where are you seeing the profile? I thought he was in the background of that issue. Where? But no, you're right. You're right. Uh, of the I, I, yeah, I'm smoking dope. I think I got bit. that. I, I think I, I got that confused with the previous. You've been eating off of Gerard's roof again. I know. <laughs> okay, okay, but anyway, look at Angela. 
said that. Yeah, I was, said. I was totally getting the cover of Virtual Mortality Part 1 confused with this one. So, little bit. Bad. You can also uh, interact with us on Facebook at CloneSoccerChronicles.gmail. Yep, that's going to end the episode there. So, next episode, we're going to be covering three issues of Scarlet Spider, the 2013 edition. We'll be covering uh, the Wolverine arc called Snicked. So, uh, join us next time as I am joined by Gerard and Greg as we uh, embark on that. With that, we'll see you next time here on Clone Saga Chronicles, the podcast, powered by Spidey-Dude.com. You know, every episode I try to think of something different on the outro theme, and uh, there was only one thing that came to my head whenever we started talking about techno-90s babble. Well, the 90s produced this cartoon. Super Teen Extraordinary Freakazoid, Freakazoid Runs around in underwear Freakazoid, Freakazoid Jesse's Washington DC Freakazoid, Freakazoid Gonna suck the feathers on TV Freakazoid, Freakazoid It's brain overloading It has a junk component Textbook case for Sigmund Freud Freakazoid, Freakazoid Check out Dexter Your computer ace Went surfing on the internet And was after cyber space He turned into the Freakazoid